off. That's still not off. Oh no, we're not off to a good start. I think you just need to twist it there, Lukey. Anyway, I've forgotten how to open a beer after last night. No good. Yeah, a bit of hair of the dog situation going on here. Back on it after a night on it. <laughs> yeah, no, it was a um, big night last night. Even got uh, Jakey down to the footy. I think he loved we it. did, yeah. Lukey's brother. Yeah. No, we, uh, what was it, six pubs? Yeah, six yeah, we pubs, uh, did a bit of a pub crawl. Yeah. Pub crawl on Swan Street. Um, so, yeah, we started at the Richmond Social then walk down Swan Street, heading up a few pubs along the way, and then the last stop was uh, just before the ground on Punt Road there. Yeah, just uh, yeah, just up from the cricketers it was, I think. Yeah, yeah. beautiful. Yeah, the yeah good joint that. Birthplace of the Richmond Footy Club. Yeah, so if you if you know, you know. That's it. Um, so terrible result last night. Yeah. Really, really poor. I was looking forward to seeing how the guys would go after the Geelong game and see if we could get a six, seven goal win and really, yeah, put our foot down and get our season back on track. But as it's been for most of the year, just inconsistent results and yeah, no good. Yeah, I, I think right, it's frustrating because you know we had obviously the the three finals from 2013 to 2015. Losing those three elimination finals was a really frustrating period because we just sort of couldn't take the next step. And I feel like we're in a similar situation now, whereas like we're putting in performances that are almost getting the job done, but we're not getting the reward for it. Yeah, just um, this inconsistencies like week in, week out. Like we put together a good performance last week against Geelong, probably our best performance for the year. And then, yeah, just couldn't put it together last night. Like, there were patches of the game where I feel that we were really good. Like, once we got it past halfway, I feel like we were good once we got inside 50. But, yeah, just getting the ball past halfway. And I, I think, like, Tommy Lynch is just so important for our team. Like, just to provide a big target up there. I feel like they were taking so many intercept marks last night. Yeah, it felt like every second kick was an intercept that went to Essendon and, and they sort of um, slingshot the footy back down the other way. Uh, luckily, our defence held up pretty well um, despite that. I mean, obviously, it was only, there was only one point in it and we kept them to 71 points, which defensively, I feel like that was pretty good. Um, it's just offensively, we just um, sort of seem to be missing that link at the moment. Yeah, just yeah, going inside 50 was yeah, a bit poor. But yeah, defensively, I think we were pretty good apart from that last, like Daniel Rioli's usually pretty good one-on-one -on -one, and just to give away that mark at the end, I feel like he would have been kicking himself, especially in a dream time game, he would have really wanted to win that. Yeah, that's it, definitely. And I feel like um, there was a, a couple of minutes before that, um, we sort of left Jake Stringer on his own at the edge of the centre square as well and he ran to 50 and kicked the goal as well. So, you know, it's just little things like that where we sort of let, you know, was he waving to his underage misses in the crowd after that? Don't know, probably. <laughs> yeah, but uh, anyway, you know, it's just like it's something that you can't do. You you can't live. I mean, look, string is inconsistent. He can be very good or he can be really off. But yeah. um, he's the sort of player that you still can't let get out on his own. You know, especially when he's got a free run at goal, and you know, you just you just can't let it happen. So defensively, that was a lapse as well. Yeah, for sure. And I think, yeah, especially in the clearances last night, like I think it was equal in the end. But I feel like for most of the game that we were down in that aspect, and I feel like that just shows how important Hopper is for our team. Like I know that 
like Dow comes in and he gets his like oh, he really didn't play well last night but no, he only got six touches Dow so yeah I don't know I think he'll be out next week but hopefully like Copper isn't too far away and it's only a couple of week injury because we really need him in terms of the clearances because otherwise like we've got no one in there like Taranto's doing the bulk of the work yeah that's it Prestia had a poor game last night as well he only had 11 touches Liam didn't Baker really do got much defensively 13 or 14 I think as well so a yeah. bit low on his standard yeah, that's it. And I feel like um, a lot of last night as well, we sort of had Dusty and Cochin in the forward line, which is stupid because, you know, especially last week against Geelong, we put Dusty on the ball a bit more and he, he blitzed it. He had a really good game. So yeah, I still think Dusty had a good game last night, though. Like he yeah. kicked his two goals, two or three goals. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think two, yeah, yeah. Like and he still had there. a really like, big impact on the game. Yeah, um, but, but yeah, but I feel like yeah, he should have spent more time in the midfield, especially when we had that period where we were losing the clearances as well. Um, yeah. you, you need someone like Dusty who's a bit more dynamic. You know, he's really strong as well. I mean, Shea Bolton's dynamic. He's really fast. He uses his evasiveness to sort of you know get the ball out into space. But um, Dusty's sort of different again. He can kind of do that, but he's also strong as well. So if he's being tackled or anything, we know that he can you know fend those tacklers off. Yeah, those two always work really well together as well. Like you see them around the ground, just they're usually together around the ground like Dusty. They'll kick to Dusty one-on-one and then have Shea at his feet and they're just so dynamic together that like like you said, through evasiveness of Shea and then just the, the strength of Dusty. Like you get them to, and that's what we were talking about last week, getting the ball moving forward. If you can get a, a Dusty and Shea two-on-two, like you'd take that every day of the week. Yeah, 100%. I mean, those two, they don't get beaten very often, um, especially, as you said, when they're sort of following each other around the ground a bit, when they're yeah. sort of found together. You know, we generally get the ball and, and get it moving forward. Um, but, yeah, I think that's probably one of my main observations from last night. Probably, yeah, too much um, time in the forward line for Dusty, like just parking him there. He would have been better, I feel, like more midfield time and then pushing forward. Um, obviously, you know, that defensive effort at the end, like, you know, as you said, Rioli wouldn't normally get beaten that often in that situation. Um, you know, the, the thing that I touched on with, you know, letting Stringer go, you know, to kick a goal from 50 as well. Uh, the other thing I noticed as well watching the highlights this morning was Jack Rewalt gave a little toe poke at the end trying to get the ball forward, but there was only Essendon players there. Um, yeah, I think he kicked it into the middle of the forward 50, whereas if he, he had did, his yeah. time again, he'd probably kick it more towards the pocket. And even if you do give away a deliberate, at least it's, on, it's not in the middle of the ground. Yeah, yeah, that's it, definitely. It slows everything down so you can get yeah. back and man up on the um, on the opposition. So Yeah. I think my biggest takeaway from last night is just that our forward, our forward fifty isn't working all that great, like especially on the wing. Like you have Samson and Jack kicking one goal between them, and Samson's goal that mark hit the ground about eight times. It, it did, yeah. So we'll, we'll got, take him where we can take him, but like, that lucky wasn't to, a goal. Yeah, he got lucky to be paid the mark with that one there. The um, luckily the umpire didn't see it properly, but. You know, you, you win some, you lose some. There were you know, good there and bad was just decisions no, both like, ways. Big but... presence around the ground. And then you try play Marlon as a full forward and he's not a full forward. No, like, he's not. He's, he's no. good on the wing and he can take a good pack mark against like another wingman who's a bit like shorter than him and he's good above his head sometimes. But against a good defender, like he won't he won't get those that many opportunities. Yeah, no, you wouldn't think so. I mean, he's got a good leap on him, though. I mean, if we're kicking to a pack situation and he sort of flies over the top and gets the ball to ground at least, I feel like that 
would work, but we didn't get many of those situations. I feel like our, I, without checking the stats, the, the marks in for inside 50 would have been like really low last night um, compared to previous weeks because it just didn't look like we had any structure inside 50. Yeah, that's it, definitely. Um, another thing, I, th- I think a lot of people now, are, like obviously people have, have been critical all year of, you know, us getting Taranto and Hopper and, and what we're paying them and stuff. We've touched on it on the podcast before though. And um, as you said, a few a few weeks back, a few episodes back, um, you know, it's going to be worth it in the long run because that, that's going to be what they get paid per year until they retire. Yeah, well, so Jack, Jack Ross gonna... will be on what Taranto's on in three or four years. Yeah, yeah, that's it. So we've touched on that. And I think, um, but, but I think the other thing is as well, like people are going to now sort of say that you know maybe that we overestimated our list and stuff like that i was thinking about that a lot because i don't think we've overestimated our list and what they're capable of we have a lot of very capable players it's just at the moment the game plan and the way we're playing is letting us down um so i feel like at the moment it's, it's just more of like a mental thing than rather than like actual you know, physical ability. I th- we've got the ability. We can match it with the top we've teams. We've got a better list than Essendon. Yeah, yeah. But like, I feel like at the moment, it's just a mental thing. Yeah, for sure. I, I feel like what we gave up for Toronto and Opera, even in terms of draft capital, I don't think it was over the top. Like, yeah, we, ideally we'd want to be in a better position than what we are now. But in saying that, we're only a third of the way through the season. So we can still make the eight and, and stuff like that. It's just going to come down to, uh, yeah, putting a few consistent efforts together. And especially, I think, like, we'll touch on the next couple of games like later on, but it's going to be two really big games for us. Like, we really need to... Um, probably get a win, probably two wins over Port and GWS coming up because I feel like the one against Geelong was sort of, I wouldn't say it's a fluke, but if you were to say like if we had a split Geelong and Essendon 50-50, you'd probably take that, getting a loss against Geelong and then beating Beating Essendon. Essendon, Yeah, Yeah. but then you sort of flip them. So, yeah, I think just from a Richmond standpoint, it's just um, disappointing that you get a win against Geelong and couldn't, do the same thing against Essendon who were like a much worse team than Geelong yeah that's it yep um so we'll move on to the next couple of games now so Port Adelaide at the MCG on Sunday it's going to be a big test they've won seven in a row uh knocked off Melbourne on Friday night by four points in the end I think it was yeah but um yeah it's going to be it's going to be a very tough game Port's midfield looks pretty good at the moment so yeah, well, we took it up to Melbourne as well, and then Melbourne played Port in Adelaide. So I feel like it's a game that we can win. And with the, um, I don't know, with how we've been playing lately, the inconsistency, it wouldn't surprise me if we actually got a win against Port. Like people probably won't tip us as much, but I feel like it's a game that we can win. Like you're probably looking at it as a glass half full at the moment, but yeah, I just feel like it's a game that we can win. And yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, yeah, as you said, like Richmond's inconsistency at the moment, it's like, you know, they'll they'll come out and pull out performances like, you know, beating Geelong last night. Look, you know, we're not gonna um not gonna sugarcoat or anything. Like I know like Geelong were missing players and stuff. Everyone's gonna be talking about that. But still it was our best performance of the year so far, as you said before. And then we came out, played the way we did against Essendon and, and coughed that game up when it, it should have been you know, a relatively easy win. It yeah, it wouldn't surprise me either if we somehow came out and knocked off Port. I think people underestimate the impact that Tom Lynch actually has for us. Like I was saying last night uh, to a couple of and blokes, are like, oh, we had Parish out and we had this guy out, and it's like, yeah, but you can you can replace midfielders pretty well. Like if 
like we had a couple of midfielders out like we we can replace them whereas like we're pl- replacing lynch with fuck i don't even know like marlon pickett as a forward like it's just a, not a like for like like lynch is our most important player that we have and without him for large chunks of the year like it, it impacts us so much because we, we've got no one else down there because jack's yeah I, I wouldn't say jack's washed up but like he's not the rewalt that we had in 2017 and he can't carry a forward line and samson just isn't up to carrying a forward line like no nah, not he's yet i mean not a forward yeah, at the he's, moment. he's only played 10 games samson so he's going to yeah. take a lot of time to you know to sort of build up towards Cumberland's inconsistent as well yeah he had a good game in the VFL Cumberland got got best on ground apparently in the VFL so Sonsi had a pretty good game too by the look of the stats yeah yeah so I think uh, we could see one of those guys come in uh, maybe for Thompson Dow next week and yeah I'd um, I'd bring Sonsi in for Thompson Dow like for like yeah pretty much and then well they're two young fellas so if well, it depends. If you want to give Thompson Dow a couple of a couple of matches to see what he can do, then you do that. But otherwise, if you're just rewarding good VFL efforts, then yeah, you'd probably bring Sonsi in, I guess. Yeah, that's it, definitely. Um, so I feel like another thing as well. Uh, Dimmer touched on last night in the press conference. I watched it, and um, he was talking about Jack Rewalt, and like you know, he, he said he needs him at the moment. He said Jack's you know sore every game he comes off. It it doesn't sound like a good thing um from what dimmer was saying but he goes you know i need him at the moment because we've got no we one literally else. have no one else we've yeah. got no one else so um jack has been sort of battling on playing getting sore after games and everything and he's still you know soldiering on um trying to do something for the team whatever he can and it's hard to to battle as that individual key forward yeah, well, in an ideal world, like we've rested Prestia, we've rested Cochin and more of our older players in the first third of the year already. And I'm guessing that's what Hardwick would have done with Jack. But he has, he doesn't have the option to do that because if Jack's out, then we've got Samson who literally runs around like Bambi half the time. Like he's trying to run the forward line. Otherwise, without like Jack and Tom down there, we've got Samson and... Yeah, you can't leave a whole forward line on Samson. No, that's it. Definitely not. I mean, it's pretty hard to, you know, sort of put that weight on a young bloke's shoulders. So, um, yeah, it's unfortunate. But, yeah, at the moment, as as Dimmer said, yeah, Rewalt's just got to keep battling on and, until Lynch gets back. And it's going to be after the bye. So, um, yeah, he's got a long way to go. Well, like it said during the week, someone I think it was in our group chat that someone said that we were after that bloke from uh, Gold Coast. But was it Ben King or Max King? Oh, which, yeah, or one yeah, of ben, the King boys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's probably not going to be for another couple of years. And with our draft capital the way it is, like I feel like we're still appealing to players. But in terms of like what we can offer up in terms of draft capital, it's not all that much. But if we yeah. if we go without a first round pick for a few years, then but we're getting like a young key forward. Like I'm not all that worried about that. Yeah, well, um, Ben King's out of contract at the end of next year, um, so I feel like if he's going to move, he'll probably move um, when he's out of contract. So yeah. if that happens, do we then, have then to we're give probably... up anything for Tom Lynch. Sorry, do we have to give up anything for Tom Lynch, or was it like uh, we were going to give him something, but then they were going to get no, like I pick three as a compo? Yeah, so they said, "Don't worry I, I about think they trading." Got, yeah, I think they got a compo pick or something, but um, which was going to be more than what we which could is more offer than what up. we could offer anyway. But yeah, basically, okay. if we yeah, as far as my understanding goes, is like if we offer King, you know. X amount per year and Gold Coast can't match it and none of the other clubs offer him the same thing then basically he can, he can walk to us for nothing but yeah. they'll, they'll probably get like a, a pick or something yeah. as compensation but um, 
Yeah, so that would be a huge get if we could get a, a good young forward. So like I don't King. think Harry Himmelberg is like he's all right, but I don't, I don't think, think he's, he's the answer. Yeah, he's not the answer to what we need. Because um, yeah, as much as we don't like it, like Tommy's over thirty now, and like we ne- we've literally got no one as like a young key forward coming through that we can like say that in three or four years, like he's going to be our next yeah. Rewald or he's going to be our next Lynch. Yeah, so. we've, we've sort of got no one there. I mean, we we picked up um, Kalen Bradkey, but he's you know he played a few couple of VFL games, and then he got injured, so now he's on the well, injured list. Well, he was on like a that SPC period or what? Yeah, yeah, something SPC? like that. No, yeah. that's a no, that's, that's a food brand, food isn't brand. it? Yeah, yeah, I, I know what you're talking supplementary about. Supplementary draft, draft period. Yeah, SD. yeah. yeah. Whatever that yeah. is, but yeah, he's he's not an answer. He's not a first, second, nah, third round he, pick he or anything like he's that. He's probably not going to be the answer. And and Jacob Bauer, the other guy that we got, um, he's playing two more years back ago. now, I think. Yeah, he's, they've thrown him down in the back line, but um, he was an emergency two weeks ago, I think. Yeah. Um. So he, he almost got a call up, but um. Yeah, he's still probably a, a little way off at the moment. But yeah. Well, I think our back line's pretty settled for the next like five, six, seven years. Like you got Bolter down there, and Gibkus will come back in, and then like all the young fellas running around at their feet, like all the shorter fellas like Rioli and all that. You've got to still yep. a bit of dash off half back. Yeah, that's it. And um, Jaden Short's on a five-year deal at the moment, I think. Um, Daniel, Baker's the same, isn't yeah, he? Baker's yeah, Baker's the same. Um, Daniel Rioli's locked in as well. So Yeah, so that's pretty settled, but we can still address, like we need to address our forward line pretty, pretty urgently in the next like off-season or two. Yeah, that's it, definitely. I think... Um, uh, Camden McIntosh is out of contract this year as well, but I think they were working on a new one-year deal or something for him. But um, again, he's like 29, so he's he'll probably be pushed out. You'd hope he'd get pushed out like in the next couple of years, just from a younger guy yeah. developing a little bit better. But That's it. Yeah, I think Hugo Ralph Smith has held his own. The games that he's played this year, he's he's been all right. Yeah, he's been. I feel like the last two or three weeks, he's been pretty good. Yeah, yeah. A couple of his kicks have sort of gone a bit wayward and that and it's a strange you expect like, that though he's only young yeah it's strange though because you know that was something that he was highly regarded for when we drafted him and all that sort of thing and um you know he, he early in his career the first sort of few games that he played and everything he, he was actually a very good user of the ball and i think it's just sort of um a, a symptom of like richmond's larger problem at the moment of yeah. like you know just having shocking disposal efficiency but yeah yeah i feel like um I- Hugo's best asset at the moment and something that he's really developing on is just his positioning of where he needs to be at certain times like he's getting intercept marks yeah, and, he took and a stuff couple like of good that intercept marks last yeah night, so. and, and yeah. just his position to run and carry and he's improving a lot in just the smaller things that you don't really notice yeah that's it definitely and he's only going to grow um as well so i mean he's he's fast he's you know maybe besides this year, he's usually a pretty good user of the ball. As you said, he gets himself into good positions now. He's learning how to take intercept marks and get himself in the right spots. So um, I'm pretty excited to sort of see what he can bring in the in the coming years. Yeah, we sort of went off track a little bit. So do you want to touch on the port game a yeah, little bit? Because we, we were yeah, halfway we're, through that. We've sort of been dragging on a bit. Because we, we don't like port. We, we don't like port. Yeah, yeah the, um, not many people do, to be yeah, fair. Yeah, the elimination final sort of... Gave us a bit of bad blood with them. <laughs> yeah, but um, there have been some good games between the two teams over the last it few years. It was a good so. bit on at the elimination final too. Yeah, 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 it was, a, yeah. I told a story to a, 
a mate of ours last night. Yeah, we did. Yeah, so there was um, a bit of any a punch females on. in yeah. the crowd at in Adelaide Oval. <laughs> Just maybe watch out. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> um, so anyway, yeah. So Port Adelaide, obviously coming off their seventh straight win, um, they've won a few close games, and that's sort of been our Achilles' heel. We can't fucking win close games to save ourselves. Yeah, it's a horrible stat that yeah. that was. Seven losses, I think, and two two draws. Uh, no, it was worse than that. It was oh. like yeah, nine nine losses and three draws from the last twelve games decided by less than a goal. So yeah, so so yeah, we're we're just not getting the job done in close games. But hopefully, yeah, hopefully this week against Port, we can put together another solid perform. Well, not another solid performance, but, but hopefully a solid our, performance. Our yeah. fortnightly solid performance. Yeah, that's it. So I think um, they were they were missing Dixon the other night. I think is he injured at the moment? Or I'm not too sure. Okay, well, Bolter. You can make gorilla biscuits out of that bloke's face, can't you? Yeah, it's really not a good looking head. Well, um, yeah, Bolter would normally take someone like that anyway. So yeah. one of the bigger the bigger guys. But um, yeah, I think that the midfield is is going to be where the game is won or lost. I feel like it's going to be, although yeah, Port's back line is probably a lot better than our forward line at the moment too. Yeah, so. at the moment. we just got no forward targets, but I don't know if we've got anyone that's able to come back in or anything like that. Like, even Nank was a little bit underdone, so hopefully he'll be better for the run. Um, he just looked yeah. a little bit sloppy last night as well. Just couldn't take yeah, hold, hold a grab or anything like that, but he'll be better for last night. Yeah, that's it. I think, um, you know, being out for, what was it, six weeks or something and, and you know, not really getting any match practice come before coming back into the game. Against but like Harwick said, we literally have no one else. So you sort of you sort of have to do these just, things. just got to roll with the dice. You've just got to yeah. do it. So, um, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, well, there's really no one else that we can sort of bring in. Like Miller's not the answer as a forward. Um, no. Yeah, it's just, it's really hard at Are the you moment. You bring in Cumberland back in maybe. Maybe just to... But I'm yeah. sort of thinking like he needs to put together two or three good weeks in the VFL and make him actually work. Yeah. He's, he can really break a game open. He and he'll can. be really dangerous when he can actually put together three and four quarter performances, which is yeah. probably just a Richmond thing at the moment. We always have like a 10, 15 minute or like a quarter or two laps of concentration. Yeah. Um, but yeah, once he puts together a few good performances and four quarter performances, he'll be really good for us. But I think he he needs to do that in the twos, and then yeah, reward him with a gig in the ones. Yeah, although I feel like bringing him back in next week could be beneficial because then we could sort of throw Pickett back up on a wing. So I think like Pickett's a sort of you know he's he's better on a wing than he is in the forward line. So yeah, for sure I agree with that. Yeah, so I, I feel like yeah, it's, it's going to be. At least one change next week. I'd say Thompson Dow goes out, only had six disposals against Essendon and then got subbed out anyway. Um, I mean, I know, you know, as what you said... What about Judson Clark? You're happy with him coming off, yeah. uh, coming on as a sub or you reckon give him a full game? He's a really good ball user as he well, is, Judson He's a good Clark. ball user, yeah. Juddy, yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I do like Juddy and I do feel like, you know, he should get full games rather than being the sub all the time. I mean, that sort of happened with Jack Ross, you know, last year and the year before. He was the sub in a lot of games. And yeah, um, Jack Ross is getting a good gig now. So, he is, yeah. And he's putting together a couple of solid performances. So, yeah, hopefully um, Juddy is 
just getting enough games in through being the sub. But I think there comes a time where he needs to actually get a full game, whether that be in the yep. twos or the ones, because if you're just playing a quarter or two of footy every week, like it's it's not enough. It's hard to string together some consistency when you're yeah. only playing minimal game time. Yeah, for sure. When's uh, Morris Rowley Jr.? He'll be back pretty soon. He played in the twos last night, did he? Uh, I'm not too sure, to be honest. I saw him yeah. in a jumper. I don't know yeah. if that was just because of the dream time it thing. It might have been because of the dream time. But yeah, yeah. anyway... Um, yeah, so yeah, hopefully Morris will be fit again soon, ready to be, you know, ready for selection, available for selection. But um, yeah, as it stands next week, I, I feel like Thompson Dow might be the only, uh, the only change. Like he goes out for, you know, either Sonsi if you do a like for like, and then yeah. keep Juddy as the sub, or if you, you know, bring, bring in Cumberland, Cumberland just to yeah. you know, change push things up a little up. bit. Yeah, push pick it up into the midfield, up yeah. into up onto the wing. I reckon our defenders can hold with like go one for one with their forwards. Um, so hopefully we can keep the game like as a minimum score. Even last night was a little bit bloody boring up until half time. But yeah, if we can keep the game low scoring and because we're not gonna we're not gonna kick a hundred points at the moment with the no, with the forward the line that we have. Um, so if we can keep it as low scoring as we can, probably keep Port to like 70, 80 points and to see if we can get over the line by scoring a little bit more, then yeah, yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, that's it. Um, so what are we going for uh, for the, the game, like your predictions? Uh, the game, or? I reckon, I don't know. I don't have much faith in this at the moment, but I think it, it'll be a game where we win because, yeah, it's at the G and I always have hope for us at the G and just the inconsistency you don't know what you're going to get but I feel like against good teams we always play that little bit better yeah yep yeah. um yeah I feel like uh, I kind of I like I, I want to say we're going to win but I'm again like if you, it was not, in Adelaide I'd if it was say in Adelaide, no. I'd say no we'd, yeah. we'd lose but um yeah. I feel like if we do win it's it's going to be close but it's not going to be under a goal close because we don't win under a goal so yeah. it's <laughs> we need to win by four or five goals and everyone yeah. will be like where the fuck did this come from yeah <laughs> yeah i'm gonna say oh. oh fuck do i think we're gonna win yeah oh, i'll uh, say we'll win by I'll, 13 points i'll say 17 points okay all right and uh free kick differential how did we go last night? Um, did we I think, oh, yeah, we had one more. It was like 10 to 9. There was actually fuck all calls made last night, which yeah, was surprising. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. free-flowing football. Yeah. Um, I will go, we'll lose the free kick count to Port because I think their midfield will get on top, get for, first use of the ball and get their ball going forward. But, um, yep. yeah, I'll probably go, uh, I'll go 23 to 20. We'll lose Port Adelaide or win the free kick count. Yeah, right. I'll go 20 to 18. Port's favour. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Moving on to GWS now. So we're playing them up at Giant Stadium on the the following Sunday. Is there going to be? There'll be more Richmond's fans there than. Oh, there's always more Richmond Giants fans than Giants. Yeah, the GWS don't have any fans, but yeah, still more than North. Yes. Yeah. True. Just touching on that game last night. Yeah. What the fuck was that for? So apparently North made one more interchange than they were allowed to make. They were up to. They'd already done their seventy five for the game, and then they made one more. And they got pinged for it, and the ball just happened to be in Sydney's forward line when it happened. Can and I just say, imagine if a grand final was decided on that fucking call. On an interchange, you would be yeah. absolutely yeah. livid. Yep. Like, I don't understand why that you can only make certain amount of interchanges. It doesn't make any yeah. sense to me. No, that's it. I mean, it, um, Sydney also got away with. They got a one or two other 
like soft free kicks in the lead up to that as well. So yeah, as a North fan, you'd be spewing after that. But um, yeah. yeah, I mean, credit to them. They almost got the job done, but... And they probably should have, but yeah, that was that just all bastard counting the interchange. Yeah. So he's probably looking for a new job as we speak. Yeah. Yeah, he's but on, that, that's on ridiculous. So indeed. like yeah. to lose a game on that sort of call, yeah, like that's is, ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, it's a pretty shit house. But anyway, yeah, but um, yeah, so going to the Giants game, we've got half their half their midfield playing for us now. So hopefully, um. Yeah, we can get on top of their midfield considering yeah. we've got half their midfield from last year. Um, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see what Adam Kingsley can do against us. Um, he obviously yeah. would know a lot about our club and the way we play. So And the players themselves. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. it'll be interesting to see how they play us and yeah. yeah, see what we can do to counteract what they do. Yeah, that's it. I, I feel like that's another thing this year. Like We've sort of struggled... Now that all of those assistants that we had have, have moved on, you know, it seems yeah. like we've got no real game plan now. So, yeah, well, it's pretty much like um, how Clarkson had all, all his assistants go. Like, yeah. it's pretty much been the same as Hardwick. Carwick's yeah. had like Craig McRae go, um, Lepich left, yeah. Rutten left, Kingsley. Um, Kingsley. I mean, Rutten's back there now. There was but another yeah, one left for I think a bit. that yeah. left as well, but I'm not too sure where he yeah. went. Um, but yeah, it's pretty much like the Clarkson effect that's um, happening yep. to Harwick now. We'll probably, maybe we should, because I want to touch on the Hawthorne topic as well. Maybe we could just do a random AFL piece at the halfway mark. Yeah. And just do a, just a random piece. But yeah. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, going up to Giant Stadium, I think, um, well, I, I don't know. It's hard to predict two weeks out, but yeah. that'll probably be our off week. So I reckon we'll yeah. get done. Oh, I feel like it's a, yeah, it's got to be one of those games that we should win, but we'll probably yeah. lose. We'll beat Port and then we'll lose, and then we'll to, lose to GWS. GWS yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't watch many GWS games, but obviously, yeah, yeah they've got a good young uh, team coming through. They've got that number one pick, Cadman and yep. Finn, Finn Cal- Callahan, I think his name yeah, is. Some, he was yeah, like top Callahan, three pick yeah. from last yep. year. He's putting yep. together a few good performances and got Toby Green down there. So um, and Tom Green in the midfield as well. Yeah, he's, he's having a ripper if season. If he wants so. to come to Richmond, like just yeah. shout out Tom Green, like come come down, mate. Yeah, that's it. We'll, we'll pay you 700 grand as well for yeah. seven years. Yeah. yeah, just do what your grandfather did and win a couple of flags with us, mate. Yeah, that's it. I mean, he's only 23, 24, I think. So he's... But we'll just put him on lay-by then. Yeah. Just get him in a couple of years' time. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we'll, um, I'll go for a loss against GWS for us because I don't really know... I reckon it's going to be one that what, really what's gonna happen. pisses off Richmond fans too. It'll be under a goal. Yeah. I reckon four points we'll lose by. Yeah, I'll go. We'll lose by uh, 21. We'll beat beat Port. Lose to... Lose to Giants. The Giants, yeah. 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 A free kick count? Uh, I will go. Uh, we'll get uh, 24 and the Giants will get 20. I reckon we'll win by four. Okay. It's just something yeah. different. Yeah. Something different. Right, I reckon... Um, yeah, I reckon we'll win the free kick count as well, but lose the game somehow. Um, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say it's gonna be a more free flowing sort of game, so maybe less free kicks. So I'm gonna say maybe eighteen to sixteen. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. What just happened well, there? And we just lost the GoPro. 
Just lost the GoPro. It didn't have enough to, uh, juice didn't on it. Didn't have enough juice, no. Nah, no good. <laughs> That's it. It was only on 41% when I turned it on, so. Ah, nah, it's all right. All good. But, um, yeah, so hopefully hopefully a win against Port. Can yep. bounce back from the horrible shit that we had last night. Yeah, I know. I mean, I know like we've won 13 games in a row against Essendon, so the streak was, was bound was to end at some end. point. But it's just unfortunate it was last night. It shouldn't have been last night, but yeah. Yeah, I just want to say sorry to the um, the bins outside the MCG that copped a bit of a beating last night. Um, how is your foot? You good? Your foot's fine. Yeah, your foot's fine? Yeah. Yeah, that's all right. The, the bin's still fucking a bit sore. Oh well, <laughs> deserved it. Serves it right for being in my way <laughs> after a Richmond loss. Yeah, yeah nah. This and, and and just a, a quick um, touch on Metro. Their, their service is fucking shit. Oh, it is. Buses yeah. again last night. Replacement time. buses, absolutely. It's fucking been going on for ten ass. years, mate. Yep. The one night we want to get on the cans and yep. have a big night and stuff like that, and then we don't get home until one, two o'clock in the and, morning and because all the games at fucking dream time, a game where there's going to be a big crowd. I mean, it was seventy eight thousand in the end, so it wasn't as big as as we expected. But usually it's that probably draws all the free tickets. Yeah, if yeah. I'll hand it out. No, usually that um, that game draws the you know, eighty five thousand. So um, to do train works on on dream time night, it's like fucking hell. Like you can do it like during the day, but they're not. Where do the trains come from though? Because they obviously come to Caulfield to pick us up from the Frankston line, I'd say. Oh, because yeah, Frank, they had Frankston a lot of graffiti on them. So. Had a lot of graffiti yeah, on. Yeah. Them. <laughs> but yeah, I saw a syringe under the seat, so <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't surprise me. Nah, how oh, are lads? For um, yeah, we'll, we'll be back in two weeks. Yeah, anyway, back in a couple of weeks. Lukey's off to uh, a CrossFit comp next week yeah, in Brisbane. In Brisbane. Good luck to the lads going up there, Jay and Mads. See how you go, and Jack. Of course. And good luck to yourself, Lukey. Yeah, well, I'm not competing. No, you're not competing. Nah, are you? just oh. drinking cans. Oh, okay, well, good luck on the can drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, mate. And uh, good luck to your team. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. Nah, should be a good weekend. Get up there, get some sun, and yep. then. Um, yeah, we actually got Brisbane in um, six weeks up there, so yeah, I might have to go back. We'll see how we go. Yeah, we do. And um, yeah, uh, it's going to be interesting the next few weeks before the bye to see if we can string any wins together at all. Yeah, we do. I think we're just going to get back in a position where um, it, when Tom comes back, and he's obviously going to be a force yep. down there, we get, we, we're a much better team with him. If we can just get in a position where we're, say, a game or two outside the eight just after the bye and we can make a late push, then yep. we can cause some havoc. Yep. But, um, well, yeah, we, it'll be we, interesting to see how the media reacts uh, this week yeah. after giving us a boost last week and yeah, saying that it. we can contend and stuff like yeah. that. We'll see. We beat, beat Geelong last week and they were all like, oh, are the Tigers back? And this yeah. week they'll be like, no, they're not. They love journos. <laughs> oh, they yeah, always like yeah. that. Any journo mates out there, just write a positive article and it could go a long way. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, all right, Lukey. So, yeah, we'll uh, we'll call it on on today's episode shout out to Leeds if um, there's any Leeds supporters out there Benny um, yeah hopefully Leeds stay in the Premier League oh yeah I'm not really into soccer but no, sure you got no not. idea yeah, about no soccer idea, but yeah no nah. idea. Oh, well, they just need, they need to get a win and a draw I think in the next two matches so if they can do that then um, yeah they stay up but oh, yeah. yeah I know there's a few Richmond and Leeds supporters out there so um, yeah hopefully we can oh, well, stay the, in the Premier League for the Richmond supporters that also support Leeds hopefully at least one of those teams does something good for you so <laughs> yeah. no, we'll know in two weeks anyway but um, yeah alright we'll uh, call call it an episode and yeah alright we'll be back in a couple of weeks alright see you mate see you mate